So a pleasant day to everyone. You know, it's actually um, a blessing to be here once again. And I'm always live every Monday. And today I would like us to speak or to discuss about dominion rights secured. And for one to understand 
that God has not changed his mind concerning the giving of dominion rights over planet Earth to man. So please note that all scriptures will be taken from the King James Version Bible and as I start. So brethren, God has not and will never change his mind concerning his having made mankind creatures of dominion to subdue planet Earth. And proof of this fact can be gleaned by reading the following excerpts, which is taken from Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Now, to ensure that mankind knew the purpose for which they were created, two verses afterwards, God returned again to his Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, Dominion team, and the following confirmingly refers to Genesis chapter 1 verse 28, which states, And God blessed them, and God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fall of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. So that was Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. Now, notwithstanding the scriptures that I just read, we all know that from Genesis chapters 2 and 3, that by elevating Satan's lies over the earth, over the truth of God's words, Adam and Eve sold their dominion rights over planet earth to Satan and also forfeited their occupational right to live in the Garden of Eden and to eat from the Tree of Life. So based on what was discussed previously, right, what we can say is that the act of rebellion was done against their maker. So Adam and Eve acquired the iniquitous, satanic nature of fear, shame, lying, dishonor, destruction, and death. In addition, God penalized Eve by inflicting her with multiple births, difficult labor, and a man-centric propensity towards her husband. Then too, spousal abuse became a part of her punishment for obeying Satan. So for his part, the ground which in former times produced the nutritional goodies which they needed was henceforth also going to produce thorns and thistles for them. And whereas before his work was pleasurable, it would now be by the sweat of his brow that he would eat bread. This lifestyle shall be his portion until he returned to the dust from which he was taken. And this is not all, eh? Because they were driven out of the Garden of Eden and to prevent them from re-entering same, God placed cherubims and a flaming sword which turns every way to deny them access to the tree of life. So brethren, 
notwithstanding what was just mentioned, a disastrous episode in the Garden of Eden was just described, which culminated with Adam and Eve being driven out of the garden to produce children who from the womb were cursed with an iniquitous nature. And was it any wonder that God had to destroy that world with its inhabitants within 2,000 years from Adam's creation? So brethren, it should not be. So, now in spite of the fact that God had to destroy the world with its population within 2,000 years from Adam's creation, for their lifestyle, which were characterized by perversion, corruption, and violence, did he change his mind with respect to his having given to man dominion rights over planet Earth? Of course not. Because when Noah and his extended family consisting, as it did, of his wife, his three sons, and their wives, emerged from the ark when the waters of the flood were subsided, we hear God instructing them again within the tenor of the same words with which he instructed Adam in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 and the 28, which I read earlier. And this fact confirms the following verses, which is taken from Genesis chapter 9 verse 1 to 2. And God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth and upon every fowl of the air, upon all that moveth upon the earth and upon all the fishes of the sea. Into your hand are they delivered. So, to prevent the world from returning to its pre-flood state of perversion, corruption and violence, God there and then introduced human government in which he authorized the implementation of the death penalty for murder. So for confirmation, read Genesis chapter 9 verses 5 to 6 for yourselves and you will see that the death penalty was introduced by God himself as a deterrent for wickedly taking another man's life. And the following excerpts reads like this from genesis chapter 9 verse 6 whoso sheddeth man's blood by man shall his blood be shed for in the image of god made he man and hundreds of years later he confirmed the same in numbers chapter 35 verse 30 to 33 in which he gave additional reason for the death penalty so now Many there may be who would speculate that God has long abandoned the notion of man's right to exercise dominion over planet Earth. But all speculation would end once one reads from the following pen of King David, which was written more than 2,500 years after Adam's creation. And it goes like this, which is taken from Psalm chapter 8, verses 3 to 9. When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. 
Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet. All sheep and oxen, yea, and the beasts of the field. The fowl of the air and the fish of the sea. And whatsoever passeth through the parts of the seas. O Lord, O Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. So that was read from Psalm chapter 8 verses 3 to 9. So brethren, do you still need more proof to convince you that God has not changed his plan and purpose that Adam and Eve and their descendants were divinely authorized to exercise dominion over planet Earth and its creatures? Well, if that is your call, then I will read from the New Testament as proof which will dispel all of that, right? So I read from... Hebrews chapter 2, verses 5 to 12, and verses 14 to 18. And I'll also quote from Psalms chapter 22, verse 22. So, for unto the angels had he not put in subjection the world to come, whereof we speak, but one in a certain place testified, saying, what is man that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man that thou visitest him? Thou madest him a little lower than the angels, thou crownest him with glory and honor, and did set him over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet, for in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him, but now we see not yet all things put under him. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. For it became him, for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons unto glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. For both he that sanctifieth and they who are sanctified are all of one. For which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren, saying, I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the church will I sing praise unto thee. So this quote with saying is taken from Psalm chapter 22, verse 22. So I'll go on to Hebrews chapter 14. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For verily he took not on him the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. Wherefore in all things it behoved him to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. For in that he himself had suffered being tempted, he is able to succor, meaning help, them that are tempted. So that's Hebrews chapter 2, verse 5 to 12, and verse 14 to 18. So brethren, not only has God not changed his mind with respect to his having made mankind creatures of dominion, 
Never has he, and never will he. Moreover, to ensure that his dominion plan be fulfilled, he sent Jesus to planet Earth in a form of sinful flesh to enhance mankind's dominion rights. So, for a while on Earth, Jesus demonstrated dominion rights over lack, sickness, demons, sin, raging nature, gravity, and death. He then died to destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. He went to Hades, took the keys of death and hell, rose from the dead the third day, following which he ascended to his father, which can be confirmed by reading John chapter 20, verses 17 to 19. And having completed his heavenly assignments, he returned to earth and spent 40 days during which time he fellowshiped with his disciples, confirmed his resurrection, read John um, chapter 20, verse 19 to 20 for confirmation, commissioned his 11 disciples to continue his work on earth, that is in John chapter 20, verse 21, gave them the Holy Ghost, John chapter 20, verse 22, gave them apostolic authority to remit or retain sin, John chapter 20, verse 23. Then he ascended visibly to heaven in full view of his disciples. Acts chapter 1, verse 9. And as promised, he sent the Holy Ghost to empower his church 10 days later. So confirmation, read Luke chapter 24, verse 49. Acts chapter 2, verse 1 to 3. So brethren, once one understands what was just mentioned clearly, the fear of the kingdom of darkness would doubtless dissipate. So of this, I am very sure. So as a consequence of the above vital information, I now urge you, brethren, to download God's word by meditating day and night upon them until your inner man becomes pregnant with God's word, then start to believe that what you say will come to pass and start to decree all those things which you desire and watch them become established by God. So, as I close, to acquire confidence in the art of decreeing, I am suggesting that persons diligently study the following scriptures psalm chapter 1 verses 1 to 3 psalm 119 verse 104 psalm 128 psalm 119 sorry verse 128 job chapter 22 verse 19 to 28 proverb chapter 4 verse 20 to 27 Proverb chapter 4, Proverb chapter 22, sorry, verse 17 to 21, Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 12 to 14, Joshua chapter 1, verse 6 to 9, Romans chapter 10, verse 6 to 9, Colossians chapter 2, verse 6, Matthew chapter 17, verse 20 to 21, Luke chapter 10, verse 19, 
Mark chapter 11, verse 14. Mark chapter 11, verse 23 to 25. And Mark chapter 9, verse 23. After reading those scriptures, meditate and obey them. And you will join the list of the Hall of Fame of those who, by decreeing, fulfill God's plan for man, recorded in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, Genesis chapter 1, verse 28, Psalm chapter 8, verse 48, and Hebrews chapter 2, verse 6 to 18, to exercise dominion in and over planet Earth. So brethren, that's the end of my segment today. I will be live again next week, Monday. Please remember to spend time reading the word daily and prepare yourselves for Jesus Christ's return because he will be returning soon. So have a blessed and safe week. Remember that Jesus Christ loves you. I love you. And bye for now.